Welcome to the Rich the Architect podcast, where I speak not only about architecture, but also the business of owning your own firm, along with other personal hobbies or interests I have. And now, introducing Rich the Architect. Hello, everybody. Listen to a little uh, third base step into the AM. Um, hey, this is uh, Rich, the architect, uh, episode 10. Uh, this this episode, I uh, actually decided to talk about some topics kind of uh, related um, to... Uh, to the to my industry, but I think in the, in society as a whole as well, um, in a way, the um, what I'm going to talk about in this episode is uh, centered around esports, and one of the things I, I talk about a little bit. I'll get obviously get into more detail then, but uh, in the in the meat of this episode is uh, just seeing a, a number of different um, news articles starting to come out. Um, Atlantic City supposedly might be like kind of like a East Coast center for esports, and uh, we'll see where that goes. But um, the uh, um, a few months ago, I had had a meeting with some some people who were involved with esports, so uh, it was interesting having that meeting. Uh, you know, this past winter, and then now starting to see some things starting to come to fruition. So, um, you know, there's some some time. You know. Get get ahead. I can kind of get ahead sometimes of things that are coming um, in the uh, building industry or in, in society too. Because you know, people come to me and like, "Hey, I want to build," you know, whatever uh, their their idea might be, and uh, and you know, sometimes it can be something that could be a really big thing before it's a big thing. So uh, that's what the episode's about, and um, yeah, and then uh, actually, when we go in the music segment at the end, if you stick around, uh, I got a little little bit of a story to tell um, about why I uh, picked this song, Step Into the AM. So first off uh, will be eSports, and um, then I'll uh, you know, hit up later for the, um, the, uh, the menu portion, or uh, menu portion, sorry, the uh, music portion. All right, I'll talk to you then. In the news uh, recently in the, this local area of you know, South Jersey, Philly, and um, like Atlantic City and the shore, the the uh, Jersey Shore, uh, there's been a number of um, stories coming up recently uh, related to uh, esports. And I had the uh, opportunity to meet some um, people who are involved with esports a few months ago. I'm not going to mention names uh, because there's some things that were discussed of you know plans that they have and things like that. So I don't want to like put anybody <laughs> out there or, you know, start talking about some of the stuff that I'm not, you know, really agreed to not even really talk about. But, um, 
what it came to esports, it was interesting because I was I was asked by um, an engineer I know to meet these people and uh, you know see if there was something there or or whatever. And I had a kind of had a feeling of uh, you know kind of like the initial like almost like a you know like <laughs> the Steve Jobs and the other people who created Apple like um, you know in their garage like very early on type type uh, thing. But um, but anyway. Yeah, so I was uh, asked to meet, and, you know, at the time, it was, uh, um, I didn't know that much about it. I knew it was kind of on the, you know, general sense. It was uh, professional, you know, professional video game uh, players. So, um, but, you know, I didn't really know, you know, besides just that, um, what was behind it. So, the the meeting was, was very interesting, kind of opened my eyes to uh the pot- potential that esports has in the uh, the future and uh one thing uh actually kind of related to uh, architecture cuz it's it's interesting recently this has come up in some of my um like some of the networking events I've gone to recently and some people will you know have have said or if I'm being introduced to somebody else they'll say hey this is Rich he's you know the architect or, or an architect and uh, it'll be mentioned that, you know, like sometimes it's, you know, great to have him because he kind of gets exposed to things, you know, before the general public does. And, you know, you know, when it comes to the buildings and, and stuff like that, yeah, there's there are a lot, a lot of situations where uh, I'll have a client or a potential to work with somebody who has uh, an idea or, you know, a building they want to build um, that for a period of time you can't really like you know, you know, tell anybody or anything they want to, you know, wait till the proper time. So I, but, you know, this, this esports meeting, um, was probably maybe January or February when it happened. Um, it's like, you know, it's just that good example is like, you know, kind of ahead of the curve of what people will see, you know, in the news and things like that. So, um, so yeah, so back to the, um, esports, the, you know, again, the meeting was, was interesting, um, but it led, to, I have, a, my son is 14 years old, so he loves playing video games. I mean, I'm recording this right now, and I can go inside, he's, I know he's playing, actually, I just came out here with a drink, and I could hear him, you know, he's playing down in our, uh, we got, like, a, a room in our basement where he plays, and, uh, and if we, le- if we leave him be, he'll, he'll play all day long, you know, here in the summertime, but, uh, I I took a a bit of an interest in, you know, you know what he was playing and I mean I was always kind of, we, we always have an interest in what he's playing cuz we're parents, we know, you know, there's certain games even at 14 years old, um my wife and I won't let him play, you know, if it's like too violent or something like that. So, um I just started asking him, you know, a few things of like, "Hey, you know, what what's going on with this game?" and you know, like right now like one of the games he plays is Fortnite. And, you know, Fortnite seems to be one of these more popular games. Um, It's basically set up like um, there's like an island that, you know, you're in a pool of, like, let's say 100 players. You're dropped onto the island. They have like this little like flying bus they jump off of. Um, But then there's a like a force field or something that makes the island, not the island, but you, you basically have to stay under this bubble. 
so, but it makes the area that you can be in smaller and smaller. But you're trying the the goal of the game is to be the last one surviving. So you have like weapons and and whatnot, and you you know you shoot at your opponents and stuff like that. So, um, but I was you know watching that. I even tried to play. I stunk at it, and that's all I need to say about that. And uh, but the um, um, what was I gonna say? But you know. I just was starting, you know, just, um, you know, you know, like, oh, well, what, you know, asking him why thing, why it's interesting or whatever. And, you know, and, and it is social because he's down when he's playing, he has like headphones on. It's really, um, you know, he's usually playing with like his friends. So it is one of these things where it's like, you know, he's socializing with his friends every day. He's just not going over to, you know, getting on his bike and going over to to their house or whatever. So, you know, it can be good. I mean, there's, I think there's a negative to that. I think there's something a little, little lost too. And, um, but, you know, in terms of like, I remember, you know, growing up, we would just go outside and wouldn't come home until it was dark or even later, <laughs> you know, sometimes. So, um, but, uh, just to, you know, get back with the, the esports, but the, you know, they're playing, they're being social. Uh, I mean, it is a safe environment, but, uh, the other thing he does is he'll watch videos. Um, and that could be like a YouTube video, something that's already recorded, or sometimes he'll watch live videos and it'll be of somebody playing, you know, Fortnite or one of the other games he's playing. And I, I, you know, initially I kind of, I I thought that was a little strange. Like, why are you watching a, uh, a video of somebody playing a video game? And I asked him that one time. I was like, my my son's name's Liam. Liam, um, you know, why why are you watching a video of somebody playing a video game? Why don't you just play a video game? And he, right away, he turns to me and he goes, "Well, Dad, you watch the Eagles play football on Sunday. That's that's guys playing a game." And I was like, "He's got a point," you know. So I kind of like you know took that as all right. You're you're kind of doing similar thing it's it's just like a an evolution i think of like what we what we're doing um you know socially or or stuff for entertainment it's just evolving into something new but if you if you really look at the core of it i think it's very similar you know i mean if you if let's just using the nfl and football as a as an example you know not only are you know people who watch will watch football all the time there's a whole fantasy football aspect of it too which you know i don't I would assume probably has more people involved in in watching it than you know before fantasy football got got big. So personally, I don't I don't play fantasy football, but um, I just like to watch the Philadelphia Eagles, Super Bowl champs, and um, watch their games. You know, maybe watch you know watch like you know especially near the end of the year if there's you know certain teams that you know like the you know any of the teams in the NFC East you know where the standings are or or something like that you know I might watch those games um as well or you know in the playoffs if the Eagles like you know this year when the Eagles would win you know I want to watch and um you know one of the weekends maybe they won already or or you're just going to watch the other playoff games to see if you know that's the possible team that the Eagles might you know would play the, the following week or whatever so but yeah, so you know, with the um, that, like I said, it's like East the the video games, the way it is now, how it's you know online social, um, but then the ability to kind of like watch 
watch other people play it um, is very similar, I think, to, um, you know, any of the other kind of like normal sports. And it's, it, you know, it's funny, too, because I saw um, somebody, um, I think, you know, somebody I knew from college who was like, I think on my, maybe been like on Facebook or something today, they made a post and they made a comment that they couldn't believe that um, esports was one of the main categories on ESPN's website. And um, and I just like I looked at that and I'm like, well, that's pretty apparent to me that the attention is is starting to shift to esports than any other you know major category. Now you know the categories of the NBA, basketball, NFL, uh, Major League Baseball, NHL hockey, college college athletics. You know those were still there, but it was like you know. Esports is now kind of, you know, let's say shifted up in rankings of uh, attention for sporting events compared to some other some other events. And, um, you know, kind of tied into that is the, um, um, you know, with with actual regular sports, I was actually at a networking event this morning and I was talking to somebody I knew there who uh, we were talking about golf playing golf and we actually I was kind of thinking about talking about esports because it kind of came up in the discussion and one thing I was kind of uh, explaining to him uh, some things that I've learned about how some of the professional leagues are dealing with esports now and one thing um, he had said was that you know oh well there's no um because there is a bit of a connection I'll get into it in a second um, between like, let's just say NBA basketball and the video game basketball for NBA. Um, but he had said that, you know, a few years ago, uh, the PGA tour stopped doing like, uh, an officially licensed video game. And I, I've remember, I was like one of the more favorite games I had playing sports wise or was easiest to understand or whatever, you know, it was just a fun game to play was, was, a um, golf, a video, you know, golf video games. And, um, I think there's some possible opportunities. Actually, I should probably back up because let me, let me explain what I know about some of the stuff that, um, professional sports teams are, are starting to do. Um, one of the, and I'll use, uh, NBA as, as an example, cause I think they've been probably, um, maybe the best league of kind of the four major leagues. Um, sports leagues of how they they been dealing with this is uh, they start using it as a marketing tool and they cross promote between the real game and the video games. So what the NBA has done um, in the past uh, year or so is they actually have an official like esports league. Um, they had an official draft like you know the and and most of the NBA teams have their own version of an esports team. So it's, you know, like the Philadelphia 76ers team. I don't even know what the name is called, but let's just say it's the Philadelphia Fivers or something, you know, something like some modification of their original name. And, uh, you know, but they had a, a draft for the players and it was like like the commissioner of the NBA was doing it just like he does the regular draft. Like, you know, first pick in the 2018 eSports NBA draft, the Philadelphia Fivers pick so-and-so. It was kind of funny because they 
didn't use the people's real names for some reason. They used their gamer tag or gamer names. Um, but still, it was a real person. He came up. And the way the game is, is like they actually, you know, they build a team just like they build a team for a regular NBA uh, team. And each player has their position, point guard, a center, et cetera. And that's how the game's set up. And, you know, five people were playing on it, you know, per team at one time. So, um, so, so the NBA like promotes that, um, you know, here locally with the Sixers, the Sixers have a new training facility that I think was completed last year. And I've never been in there, but I'm been made aware that, you know, they have a, there's, you know, there's a train training facility for the, the NBA players, you know, weight room and whatever, but they also have training facilities for their esports players. I don't know what the, you know, what that is exactly. Um, but you know, they are paid a salary, you know, they're not making million, millions of dollars a year, but they're making enough money to live off of. I mean, but and live good. Like I wouldn't be surprised if some of these players are making, you know, potentially six figures. And, um, so the, um, so the, the most of these, these teams have these, these uh esports teams as well and uh you know have facilities for them and then there's these tournaments or leagues or you know it's kind of you know the competition is very i think very similar they might do it more of like tournaments you know and where there's a purse to be won and stuff like that but um they may have a league they may actually have a league like you know philadelphia plays detroit tonight type thing um i'm not i'm not too sure about that but uh, I, but I have seen examples of tournaments where all the teams are playing at once. Almost like like right now, like the NBA has their summer league, so you know there's 12 teams playing in Vegas right now. You know, so it might be set up. I probably closer to to something like that than you know than your your normal um, schedule. But um, <clears throat> the uh, but w- one of the things they do with the um, with the games though is they will market the real game in the video game and then on the opposite end if you go to a real game you may you may have um i have i haven't actually gone to an actual game probably for a couple years here now but um but what i've been told is the the marketing for their the the video games and the esports leagues and all that are now done in arena at a real game so there's cross promotions going on there and, um, you know, so to kind of circle back to the conversation I had this morning uh, regarding golf, it's like, you know, there's a perfect game right there, video game wise, to have a league, you know, to have players just like you have in the PGA Tour, these individual players, it would be, I mean, and you could do the purses and all that. I could see that um, easily doing that. You could probably do it with like uh, the, the UFC game. Uh, could definitely be set up in in a way like that. Maybe it already is set up like that. But, um, I mean, I know you can play play people on you know other people online. So if if you have the ability to do that, you can have the ability to have these leagues, and where there's the leagues, and potential for advertising because, you know, that's the other thing. There there is advertising being done in these games already. There's advertising when I was talking earlier about my son playing. You know, watching somebody else play a game there's advertising happening in some of those videos so there's money to be made there um one of the things that happens 
in those videos, like the one day I saw my son watching those videos, he's watching a guy watch uh, play, but then he said, oh, well, this guy is going to then invite us to play with him. And it's like some, you know, famous guy in, in those circles. So, and, you know, there's, you know, professional athletes play and you can find videos of professional athletes playing with people. One of the... Um, the more popular videos is uh, one of the esports players. His name is uh, Ninja, but he, he was playing. I don't know. I don't remember what game, but I think he play, was playing. And Drake, you know, the the music artist, got ended up going and playing with him. And whatever happened in that video, you know, this guy he might not be the he he may you know he's a good video game player, but he may not be the best. But you know, he's probably the most known because of this one video with with Drake with him playing uh against Drake. So um yeah, but there's a lot of um a lot of exposure, there's a lot of money to be made in advertising with these games. Um the other end of it is here locally the um the, um I was thinking you know mentioned earlier uh in in this recording was the um you know, there's been some talk about esports here locally with uh, Atlantic City trying to rebrand itself um, outside of the casinos. And one of the recent articles was um, a data center provider. Uh, I believe the name of the company was Continent 8. Um, they're, they're building data centers now in Atlantic City. They have one at the Ocean Resorts Casino. I think they have another one maybe in another casino. I'm not too sure about that. Oceans Resorts is it actually just opened up, reopened up last week, but it used to be the Revel, which is uh, funny because I can, I mean, I can go into a whole other podcast about that building because I was actually working with the the other owner of it at one point and worked on the original thing, and I probably have mentioned it before, but the, um, um, but yeah, so there's there's the Ocean, uh, the data center I believe is going into the convention center. I think is where where it's going to be built, but the re, um, they have a global network of data centers, and the reason why that's uh, actually a pretty big deal when it comes to esports is the um, events for esports can be globally, could be a twenty four hour thing, could start over. Let's say it starts over at a, at a place in Europe, but it can continue on to the East Coast, continue on to like Vegas has an uh, esports arena now, you know, but like the Vegas or the West Coast continue over into Asia. It could be going on constantly um, because of, you know, I'm basically because of the internet. So uh, the data centers become very important, you know, aspect of that. So the, um, you know, there's definitely growth. But the one thing that, you know, that's big and, and the casinos actually have been starting to host esports events now and they've been very successful. Um, and my son and I were actually talking about going to one uh, in the fall. But the other part of that and there there's leagues or tournaments and people win, you know, purses and, you know, things like, you know, as I was explaining in the NBA stuff, um, but the other thing, and this kind of is now related to now it's like talking about money, is you can bet on esports. So the casinos see another stream of revenue. I mean, recently the, with the legalization of sports betting, like th- you know, throughout the states now, 
Um, and, and New Jersey now has that legal and the sports books are starting to pop up and all the different casinos is, um, yeah. So, I mean, you can obviously, you can bet on anything you bet on, like, I guess you can bet on like, you know, if somebody, somebody's gonna, you know, somebody's gonna, you know, a player in, in baseball, like how many hits they're going to get in a game or something like that. Um, you know, versus, you know, besides just the normal, like who's going to win this game or, or whatever, all kinds of different ways to bet, but you can bet on esports. So I could see, you know, so, you know, somebody, a casino hosts, uh, a tournament and you can bet on the players in that tournament. I do know that the, um, some of the, some of the laws in New Jersey, and it was a kind of a bit of a hang up initially with the sports betting, was I don't think you can bet on any anybody who would be a competitor who's under 18. So that may – and it might just be if there's competitors of, who are under 18 in a competition of any sort, you can't bet on that competition at all. So there may be some limitations there. But the um, – uh, what's the uh, – hold on for one second. All right, back to it. Sorry, at home it was my daughter. She was wondering, uh, wondering where where I was, and my my wife is way at work right now, so she was kind of um, had to take care of that. But um, but yeah, just to get back to the uh, betting and all that. So yeah, so you you know there there might be some limitations on. Uh, betting on events but you know still again it's another revenue stream for the casinos uh you know obviously if you're having events there's you know food you know uh, restaurants and casinos or if it's anywhere else you know there's there's money to be made there to you know because people want to eat and uh you know other entertainment venues and things like that could even uh, you know benefit from uh you know event like this just like any other sporting event really um, you know, where there's like bars and clubs and things like that, you know, maybe around a stadium district, um, for, you know, in a city or something. So, uh, but then the, the, the other thing too, where I think it becomes interesting with casinos, and I know that this has been, um, I know that they're, this, you know, the casinos are, are thinking about this is, you know, so the, the esports, uh, you know, I mentioned my son's 14. So what's a better way? to get the younger generation into a facility that may, you know, have a reputation to be for, you know, an older generation than to bring in some, you know, bring in uh, an event or activity that would be catered towards that generation. So it really is a, a, um, I think, a marketing effort on the casinos to get, you know, my son's 14, but someday he's going to be 21. So he could, uh, you know, maybe he's only coming to um one of these buildings for one of these events you know for uh, the video games um but you know eventually you know seven years from now he's going to be old enough to he can go to a you know a slot machine or a craps table or poker table or something you know so there's there's other you know money that you know they could be making as well so um so i think there's a lot of um um you know, kind of like new possibilities there, but, uh, but in, you know, it, it's funny though, because like I said earlier, it's like, it's still ingrained in kind of like the, the old, the old kind of thoughts. It's just kind of put into a new, 
Um, it's kind of repackaged into a, a new package um, for the uh, the younger generation or new generation or, or just something new for people to do. So um, it could be interesting there. But um, I think there is a definitely, you know, uh, when I mentioned that the, it's a global, these can be like global events. It's a big thing globally. Um, I could very well see like some f- sort of uh, Olympics someday with this and uh it may very well be you don't have to worry about olympics um you know like having a city like right now the world cup's going on in russia you know wouldn't have to have a country or a city necessarily have to host it you know they could have the the esports olympics every uh you know every four years like the olympics but maybe it could just be you know it's kind of just again it's it's a global thing somehow but you know i don't you know just kind of throwing out um some thoughts or ideas um but uh but it's you know kind of tying it then into to buildings there's a whole new possible building type um there as well the uh i mean there is a esports arena in vegas now there uh i mean I, i could i wouldn't be surprised if you know one of these casinos in lake city would have one um i do know um, there is a, it's not an esports venue, but, you know, one of the casinos has something that probably would be, um, will be opening it up in the next few months related to video games down in Lenox City. Um, and, uh, you know, so there, uh, you know, there could be different types of venues, I guess, for it. Um, there may be an arena actually in DC or is getting built in DC, um, but um but yeah so there's there's these things and and some of the things i've seen with some of these um you know and obviously you can retrofit existing arenas um but there's um different there's actually different uh you know requirements or setups for those different arenas so it's a it's an interesting thing we'll see where it goes and uh you know potential growth so um i got to like come here so i'm going to i'm going to sign off for now and uh yeah we'll we'll talk to you soon All right. Um, yeah. So t- today's. Uh, let me turn. Oh, let me turn it up a little bit here. Um, today's music is "Step Into the Am" by Third Base. This was um, picked this because I was just kind of thinking. Um, you know, I was just thinking back to like my childhood and stuff like that. Um, from like talking esports and video gaming and stuff, and the um, the one thing. I remembered it's it's funny. I, I mentioned my son who's like 14 right now. So when I started thinking, you know, as you have kids, you start thinking like, oh, what you were doing when you were 14 and all that. And uh, one thing I was doing back in like junior high was we used to have dances at the school, and uh, would uh, we would there would be a number of us who wanted to like DJ the dances. So there was a couple of my friends who. They were into like heavy metal or rock or whatever, so they would do a dance one month, um, and it would be probably a little bit more than that. Um, but then me and uh, actually another friend of mine from the neighborhood would, uh, if we did it, we you know try to be a little bit more uh, or try. Uh, we we would um, want more uh, hip hop and stuff. So um, it was always funny because you had to like submit 
your your songs ahead of time and then the teachers had to approve it and all that stuff. But one of the things they um, uh, let us have after doing the doing a DJ in a dance was they would uh, let us if they didn't have the music obviously they would and it was approved they would go out and buy the records but then they would let us take one or two uh, records uh, from from doing the uh, the dance so this ended up being I think the first dance I did I ended up getting this one and actually um, um, Public Enemy's first album uh, was the other record that I got from the first um, first uh, dance that I DJed back in uh, let's think 1989 1988 maybe 89 probably yeah 89 I guess um, but yeah so I just like uh, picked this song uh, for this uh, for this episode kind of based off that story so um, all right um, till next time we'll see you then bye Like a crane, so I lift them, slow and smooth, flowing like.